Hello there, friends. Welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. This podcast is all about being real about the hardships that we face in life and finding how God is good even in the mess. My name is Rachel Larson. I'm your host. And today is a special Thanksgiving episode. And at the end, I'll announce the next series starting next week as we head into the Christmas season. I've been reminded recently of what a journey this podcast has been. It started in January of 2021, uh, but recently a friend from church who just found the podcast asked if it started out as something different with it being called Life is Hard, God is Good, even though the topics aren't necessarily all focused on our deep struggles. As you know, this started in 2021, and if you've listened to the first episode or some of the first episodes, you know that it was after what was easily the most painful year of my life in 2020, COVID aside, it was just a rough year. And if you've listened, you can see the journey, and uh, that even though life still presents its challenges, we can always find God's goodness. So I just want to say... Thanks for listening and thanks for being part of this journey. God is really good and I'm so thankful to him for all the healing that he's done in me and that I've been able to share what he's been teaching me through different life struggles and different circumstances. He really is so good and we have so much to be thankful for. So with that being said, we can jump into Thanksgiving, which is this week's crazy. So This past weekend, my husband and I took a trip to a nearby town with three goals. We wanted to hike, we wanted to eat ice cream, and get beef, because apparently this town has really good cow products, like dairy and meat. So we ended up actually doing none of those things. I checked the weather forecast in advance. It was supposed to be cloudy in the morning. And then possibly start raining in the afternoon. However, when we arrived at this town, it was very chilly, rainy, and windy in the morning when we got there. And we were not dressed for the weather for this hike, but we weren't even able to hike because the gate was closed. And then in the afternoon, after we went to a little restaurant that had neither beef nor ice cream, the sun came out as we were leaving the town. (laughs) But because the hike did not work out, we sat in a warm cafe with some nice coffee, getting to FaceTime our friends, and we got to go to possibly the best little restaurant I think I've ever been to. We walked in and they were playing cozy Christmas music, their mountain views from our table, these aesthetically pleasing drinks, delicious food, and then all over the wall was like local art that was for sale. And after we ate, she brought us free dessert and hot tea which was scrumptious and it was just all so precious we also as we were leaving and the sun started to come out we saw a gorgeous waterfall so we stopped and walked over to take pictures so the trip was not a waste for sure it was just different than we expected and such a gift there's a song by thomas red it's a country song called life changes and it says that we make our plans and we hear God laughing. So this Saturday is like a small example of that. But when we choose thankfulness instead of discontentment and covetousness, we experience joy 
and peace in the gifts that God gives. If you look up Thanksgiving on Google, the definition is the expression of gratitude, especially to God. And then if you look up gratitude on a little Google search, the definition is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, and to return kindness. So why is giving thanks important? Well, the Bible tells us to give thanks. The NIV version says give thanks 48 times in the Bible. The word thanksgiving is in the Bible 30 times. And then there's many, many more variations of phrases like thank God or thankful. Thank can be used in a lot of different ways. So it's in the Bible a lot. We're told to give thanks and be thankful. And it's important because God gives us all things. There's nothing that we are that comes from ourselves. There's nothing that we have that is from ourselves. It's all God. So to Him, we give thanks. Giving thanks reminds us of the gifts that we have and helps us to recognize Him as the giver. And giving thanks fights discontentment by helping us focus not on what we don't have, but on what we do have. Giving thanks keeps us humble because it was not on our own that we have made it where we are today. Giving thanks adjusts our posture to remind us that He is God and we are not. What are things you are thankful for right now? I think it's good to think about. It's also good to take notes of it. Write down things that you're thankful for. There's so much to be thankful for. Right now, I'm thankful for sunshine. Thankful for the breath in my lungs. I'm thankful for our sage green curtains. The hardwood floors that are good to dance on. I'm thankful for tall socks and being able to FaceTime, message, or connect with family and friends, um, even if they're far away. Um, I'm thankful for the smell of onions and garlic cooking in butter, the ability to learn, to speak, warm blankets, uh, the ocean, mountains, sunsets, growing plants, clean clothes. So there's so many things to be thankful for. Thanksgiving is something I have grown in, especially after reading this book called 1,000 Gifts. I read it last year with my mentor from church. It's by Anne Voskamp. And her goal is to write out 1,000 things that she is thankful for. She gets really creative with it. There's some interesting things that you wouldn't think about being thankful for. But she talks about this connection between giving thanks, grace, and joy. Because God gives us grace, and when we give thanks, we experience joy. And joy surpasses circumstances. It's not like happiness, where it depends on your circumstance if you're happy or not. Joy does not depend on your circumstances because it comes from God. And when we give thanks, our heart is in a thankful, humble position because we recognize the grace that we've been given. Grace is unmerited favor. It is these gifts, these things that we don't deserve. And when we recognize that and we give thanks, we have joy because we see all that we have that we don't even deserve. And then the circumstances don't matter because anything that we have, even if it's a hardship, it's a gift. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's very easy for me to get frustrated. <laughs> Little situations add up and all of a sudden I'm focused on what I don't want to do or what other people think of me. 
But being thankful is actually the fastest way to turn around a negative situation. For example, um, this job that was kind of stressful and frustrating at times, I instead of focusing on those things, I could quickly turn my mindset around by seeing the things I was thankful for. Thankful for my students. I'm thankful for the people I get to talk to. I'm thankful for this gift of dance. I'm thankful for having a laptop that I can type on. I'm thankful for music in our bodies. I'm thankful for studio space. I'm thankful for the shoes on my feet. Things that it just helps me remember the gifts that I have instead of focusing on like one or two small things that went wrong that made me frustrated in the first place. And when I got to Japan, this has also been helpful. In the first couple of weeks when I was noticing things that I was missing, I would write down the thing that I missed, which I think it's still good to recognize the hardships or the things that are sad. Like thankfulness isn't blanketing over like sad or hard emotions, but it helps bring joy as well. So I could be sad that I was missing peanut butter or my family. But then I would write down three things I was thankful for. I'm thankful for our new church home that we found here. I'm thankful for our patio. I'm thankful for mountains surrounding us. And thankfulness does not change the circumstances. It doesn't mean that circumstances have changed, but it changes our attitude toward the circumstances. We're actually reading, my husband and I have like these little devo books that we'll sometimes read like at breakfast time and today's was about thankfulness wow and um it says being thankful is a heart issue not a circumstantial one we can't always change our circumstances but we can always choose to be thankful to god and that's from a little god time for couples is the devo name (laughs) So do you ever have situations turn out differently than you planned, different than you expected or you, that you wanted? How do you respond when that happens? We can focus on what we do not get or what does not happen, or we can accept the gifts that God gives. Are you struggling with giving thanks Is it hard to think of things that you're thankful for or to thank God for your current circumstances? Ask God to change your heart, for him to open your eyes, to see the gifts that he's been giving you, what's in your hands right now. You're looking around and you're seeing all the things that are hard or things that you don't have or things that turned out differently than you expected and you're missing the gift in your hands that's right in front of your nose. Talk to him. Ask him to help you change your heart, to be thankful, to be humble before him who gives us all things. So I'm going to read this little passage from Psalm 100. It's kind of a tradition for my family. We read this little passage at Thanksgiving time. The title of the chapter is Be Thankful. Let the whole earth shout triumphantly to God. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are his. His people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, 
and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, and his faithful love endures forever. His faithfulness through all generations. I am thankful for each and every one of you. You are made in his image, and he loves you so much. And as I promised, I will announce the series for Christmas time. I can't believe we're in that season already. So the new series is about who who is Jesus. Based on C.S. Lewis's argument in Mere Christianity, our next series will be on the four L's and an additional non-L. It's not the typical Advent feel-good, lovey-dovey sort of feel, but it is important for us to know who God is, and especially around Christmas time, remembering why he came. And sometimes the holidays are times of hard conversations with people that we love, whether that be family or friends. Um, at holidays and just talking about religion comes up a lot, and it's important for us to know why we believe what we believe. So C.S. Lewis' argument um, is what is where this idea came from. And the idea is for a man to claim that he is God, Jesus must have been a liar for claiming the things that he did, a lunatic if he believed those things were true, a legend that has just been passed down like mythology, or Jesus is Lord and Savior to whom every knee will bow and every tongue confess. So we will be going through those L's and then the additional non-L is actually next week. Jesus is not Santa Claus is the first one. Um, That one's not from C.S. Lewis. But as we're heading into the Christmas season, it's important to remember that Jesus, unlike Santa Claus, is not watching your behavior to determine your reward. Like, oh, you're going to get gifts this year if you've been a good kid or you're going to get coal because you've been sinful. He doesn't do that. He doesn't weigh out at the end of your life your good actions and your bad actions to see if you go to hell or or heaven. So stay tuned for more next week uh, before we jump into the four L's, liar, lunatic, legend, and Lord. So thanks for listening to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I appreciate you. And uh, please share, rate, write reviews. Let us know how God is speaking to you. And have a great week and a happy Thanksgiving. May the Lord bless you and keep you.